When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Full of frustration. Silly mistakes again. Full of despair. I don't even know if I'll have a club tomorrow. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. It could be League Two next season. Bolton are down, Norwich are down. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory. Get in! Pride. Been a joy to watch. Passion. Nanny! In search of silverware. MLS Cup champions, baby! And they found... ATL. Orlando! Major League Soccer. Oh yes, we are back with another episode of the MLS UK show. This is Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Welcome along. Uh, Just to... um, bring to your attention early doors Orlando City still unbeaten the run continues baby this is the MLS UK show the MLS UK show with Lucid FC a distinctively modern casual fashion label take a look at lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk and see why celebrities love the look this season's current line is called what's your effing club which is your ref? Football, fashion, or film? If it's football, you're in the right place. Film, the MLS UK show podcast, is now available to watch on YouTube. But fashion, it's always lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk. Is that a good place to start, or will that just annoy you? Uh, no, not really, because, yeah, you're unbeaten, but you couldn't beat Atlanta, so you can't be that good. <laughs> uh, no, I'll give you that. It was um, one of the worst games I've seen. It was so boring. Um, I presume you watched it. Yeah, I mean, there were plenty of other games that night that I wish I would have watched instead, yeah. but oh well. No, I'll go with that. Uh, the thing for me was, and I tweeted this as well, um, if in another season Orlando would have gone to Atlanta on the road and uh, f- changed what, like, nine ten players um we had nine or ten starters unavailable due to injuries and internationals i would to say i'd be fearing the worst would be an understatement um i know it's a different atlanta these days but uh i think it's also a different orlando i think it was a real illustration of how how things have changed but uh certainly a few moments where orlando could have won the game but um i think a draw was a fair result because it was so boring to watch yeah, it was. I agree with that. And uh, you've, you'll get used to it, mate. As a good team now, teams are happy taking points off you. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Atlanta, happy with a point for that. And uh, it still means you've only beaten us once, which I can deal with. <laughs> well, we're going to talk more about what happened this weekend and in MLS very soon. But I guess before that, we need to start the show with how we normally start the show, with the game with a changing name. Indeed, I've got one for you today that is a um, big player in the UK, I'm mm. going to say. Uh, I saw that they'd played in MLS, and I don't know, it kind of jogged my memory a bit. I was like, yeah, I think that, that does seem does seem right, but I wasn't sure, and I'm pretty sure we haven't done them before on the game with a change in name. So um, 
I will give you the career path of a player who was born in 1979. Right. How and are... is still playing to this day at the age of 40. Wow, okay. Um, and uh, once I give you the career path of their UK clubs, their MLS club as well, uh, you've got to work out who it is. Okay, you ready? Okay, go on. So, <laughs> born in Edinburgh, they started their career with Hibs in 1998. Right. They made 45 appearances. They also played for Rangers and Celtic. Don't approve of that one. <laughs> uh, Derby. In 2007 to 2008, would that have been when they were in the Premier League? Yes. That horrible season where they set the record low. Yeah, 10 points. They beat one team and that was Newcastle, I remember that. (laughs) Um, Moved back to Rangers. Also played for Cardiff City in 2012 before moving to Vancouver Whitecaps. Played two years in Canada in MLS. Mm. Um, and uh, returns to Rangers, then Livingston, then Dundee, and at the age of 40 is still playing at Partick Thistle. Wow, I didn't know that. I know who it is. I, I For some reason, I walked in today, and when you said, oh, I've got someone, I didn't know he played in uh, MLS, or I did know, and whatever you said, but I, I had Robert Earnshaw in my head. I thought, he's going to do Robert Earnshaw. He's mm. going to do it. Uh, it's not Robert Earnshaw, not. but I do know who it is. This player, yeah, didn't have a prolific career in England, but has been very prolific in Scotland and very controversial with the teams he's played for. I know who this is. But do you know who this is? Message us. Uh, you can tweet us at MLS UK Show. Uh, same on Instagram as well. Don't just don't just wait. Don't just skip to the end because we'll know if you've cheated. All right, somehow. We've not devised quite how yet that technique. Uh, but yeah, get involved. Uh, you can also drop us an email as well. Hello at MLS.show. I'm relaxed. I'm very relaxed. Normally, I the ones you've done recently, I've been like, oh, I don't have a clue who that is. And then it only clicks right at the end. And uh, for the whole show, I'm like, who is that player? I know who it is this week, so since, I can relax. Since you know who it is, yeah, just confirm to me that we haven't done them before. We, I don't think we have. No, I don't, no, I don't, I don't think, think we, have. we have. But then I was like, I don't know why I haven't. No, I think he scored one really good goal for Vancouver. And I can picture it in my head. Um and he, he obviously scored others. He he did all right. So, yeah, let us know if you think you know. Uh, right, so let's l- not hesitate any longer. We've already spoke about Atlanta v Orlando. Let's speak about some of the results that's happened. Mm. Uh, two things we need to mention from the midweek games last week. First of all, Gonzalo Higuain got his first goal in MLS. Off the mark. A rocket from a free kick. What yeah, a goal. and uh, it's one free kick more than he scored in all of his time in Europe. <laughs> no, <laughs> never, yeah. never scored a free kick. And uh, and then here we go. Here we are, MLS. Uh, my question is, okay, great that he's off the mark. Yeah. Great for the league that he's here. Don't get me wrong. Who at Miami has gone, need a free kick taker? Um, Gonzalo, <laughs> you've never scored a free kick. I'll tell you what, you take it. Yeah, and if, if any team should know good free kick takers. It's the team that's owned by David Beckham. Maybe Beckham knows something. Maybe, Maybe he's yeah. just... Like, I don't know. Did he take many free kicks, Higuain, when he was in Europe? I don't know. I just know that he didn't score any. <laughs> like, maybe he never took one, and Beckham's like, why didn't he take free kicks? He's great at them. Yeah, but it's like in the schoolyard, isn't it? The best player takes the penalties, the free kicks. Mm. and Although, he has already took a penalty and missed. Yeah. And uh, let's face it, the, this shot was in the top corner as well. So, um... 
maybe he's just done the same shot as what he did for the penalty. Strange that he can't do it from 12 yards, but he can do it from outside the box. Yeah. But um, yeah, good to see him off the mark. Um, Miami as well, off off the bottom, which is a key thing because you don't want to become the Cincinnati situation. No. Um, and I mean, we'll get to DC later on, but they are now rock bottom of the uh, MLS Supporter Shield. Yeah, we're going to be speaking to James Graham from the DC United Kingdom podcast. I had a chat with him the other day. Uh, although I must say, and we're going forward a bit here, but I'm actually, I, I never... I never want a team, unless it's they're playing Atlanta or playing Orlando, I never want a team to win or lose. Uh, but I was kind of happy that DC lost against Chicago <laughs> because if DC would have won, it would have meant this chat we did the other day with James would just, we might as well bin it. Yeah. Because suddenly they're back in farm, but no, we lost. Uh, one more from that night, LA Galaxy 3, Portland Timbers 6. I mean, we thought that the strange results were limited to the Premier League and MLS went, hold my drink. We're going to have a 6-3. <laughs> yeah, and LA are only three points off the bottom now. That's beginning to get very worrying. I think yeah. for, a, for a team of that size with the, you know, the big signing they made as well, I think there was a lot of eyes on them this year. Maybe expecting... I would say this year I was expecting better things from LA Galaxy than, than I have probably since I've been watching MLS. Oh yeah, I thought they'd be definitely playoffs. Um, but that's looking increasingly unlikely. Teams mm. teams already starting to, to clinch playoff berths now and LA are uh, 24th out of 26, which is not, not looking promising. No, not good at all. Um, LA, going then to this weekend that's just been... Uh, LA Galaxy didn't play. They were meant to play Colorado. Mm. Of course, COVID cases meant that was postponed. Same with Orlando v uh, Columbus as well. Yeah. Uh, matches that did go ahead. Um, okay, we, you mentioned there about teams starting to clinch uh, playoff berths. Toronto FC, first team. Congratulations to them. And uh, they've they've been the top of the uh, you know top of the East, top of the whole thing, top of the whole thing, and they've just been. Doing their own, you know, they've been getting the wins here and there. They've been doing it. They're not, they're not being fancy. They're not winning four or five nils. They're just getting results. They've won one nil the last two games, both away, and they're smashing it. Well done. They do, they do look a really, really um, unbreakable side. To yeah. be honest with you, um, they're three points clear of, of Philly, who have played the same amount of games. By the way, um, points per game two point eighteen. Uh, Phillies is two exactly. So. Um, you know, it could all change in, in a couple of games. That could change again. But you feel like Toronto... Toronto are always going to feel like a bigger club than mm. Philly. But I'm dead proud that Philly are up there because we we always say this. We always give them credit. They're so stable. They know exactly what they want from games. They know what they want from their youth team. Uh, Jim Curtin works really well um, with Ernst Tanner to um, really drive that dream that, that they've got. And they are really starting to show their teeth now and obviously made the playoffs last year uh, won their first ever playoff game yeah. uh, in MLS history and they're going to be in there this year gar- you know almost guaranteed that they're going to make the playoffs and I really back them to to do well this year yeah me too um, and you've got two sides there that um the, the, it's like you said, they're organised, they're stable, they're keeping it tight at the back and mm. uh, in the playoff games, if you can do that, and we always trust that the majority of MLS teams are going to score goals, yeah. then it's a winning combination, so watch out for them in the playoffs. Uh, into Miami kicked off the weekend by beating Houston 1-0 in a, a very wet Miami. Uh, Lewis Morgan has got the penalty. Lewis Morgan is shining 
I know Higuain's always going to have the, yeah, the yeah. noise about him, but Luis Morgan's playing really well, isn't he? Yeah, do you know what? It's almost nice, I think, that Higuain's come in. Not, we've mentioned this before with, with uh, big DP signings. They come in, obviously the younger... Uh, players learn off them but they also just they bear the brunt of it mm. you look at look at any team the dp players are the ones you look to la not doing well okay down in 24th first thing we do is oh chicharito not yeah, not going yeah. well do you know what i mean we're not we're not blaming anybody else in the team yeah uh which is wrong i think the first thing you do is kind of look at look at the stars you know higuain misses a penalty or they're they're losing games you know lewis morgan the pressure's off and i think that's allowing him to flourish a little bit as well yeah, his career in England was um, it was okay. I mean, you would he's a fo- he's a professional football player, so he's had a, an okay career. <laughs> but I think he's going to play for Inter Miami. He's gone to um, to the states. Uh, first of all, I'm quite surprised that he's not in the Scotland team. Uh, yeah, that's true. Maybe next uh, the next uh, group of international games. But yeah, he's he could come back to the UK at some point mm. and. At the moment, he will go to a like Jack Harrison. He'll go to a top end championship yeah. play, Premier League team. Uh, Atlanta got beat. I'm not going to talk about Atlanta because Atlanta are just Atlanta. They're they're in the playoff playoffs at the moment in the East. But one uh, nil defeat to New York Red Bulls. Caden Clark, 17 years old, he officially signed for New York Red Bulls that morning mm. from Red Bulls two, and it was a thing with Minnesota's rights and whatever. Did you see what I tweeted on our MLS UK show Twitter account? I haven't seen it. Caden Clark, 17 years old. Would you like to have a guess at which song was number one in the US charts when he was born? 17 years old. It was the 27th of May, 2003. 2003. You're looking at uh, Outkast. 50 Cent was was prominent. Yeah. Uh, Eminem would have been around. Yeah. Um... Crazy Frog, probably. Uh, give me a clue. It's 50 Cent. Oh, wow. So I got it. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. 2003. Yeah. That's okay. It's what? not in the club. Uh, candy Shop? No, I'll give you a lyric to a song. Okay. I love you like a fat kid. <laughs> yes, 21 questions. 21 questions. I nearly just said 21 questions. I so nearly said uh, it. And I was like, no, I think that was earlier. How old does that make you feel? 21 questions was number one when he was born and he's scoring in MLS. I hate it. <laughs> I hate that so much. Uh, so well done, Caden Clark. And uh, yeah, I'm sure it'd be the first of many. Uh, elsewhere, Vancouver Whitecaps uh, beat RSL and um, New England Revolution. They're doing things. I mean, not They're not doing it like Toronto are, but they're getting results when we need to. They're in the playoff zone now. A very impressive 2-1 win at New York City FC, who are back at the Yankee Stadium now. Yeah, and shout out to New England. They, uh, I had two New England players in my first uh, FIFA Ultimate Team pack when I opened it last weekend. Uh, so um, I can't say that I've got Gustavo up front because... <laughs> um, He's not really good enough. But uh, yeah, they're, they're kind of doing the whole fully under the radar thing. I think last year they got, last season, um, over a year ago now when Frieda was in charge, but they were getting the headlines for all the wrong reasons because mm. they were so bad. Uh, still managed to turn it around. So I don't think it was ever really in doubt that they were going to do well this year because of uh, how well Arena got them playing at the end of last season. So um, yeah, they're just behind N- uh, NYCFC and um, above uh, New York Red Bulls who have had a... Indifferent season, but they're yeah. definitely they're, they're, there's no way they don't make playoffs, and that's great. 
Yeah, we're on the home straight now. Is it six games? Maybe, well, six for some, probably eight for others. Uh, Colorado probably have half a season left. Uh, so What I'm uh, finding bizarre is the fact that uh, you mentioned Atlanta. All jokes aside, they're 20th mm. out, of, out of 26, yet still in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. how, how is that happening? It's because MLS love Atlanta <laughs> and would rather have a playoff with them in it than without them. Atlanta so. could finish bottom and they go, oh, um, right, we'll have another tournament. Let's <laughs> just have another tournament and the winner uh, wins the wins the shield. Yeah, or the, they could have the playoff, playoff, playoffs. So it's a playoff to get in the playoff, playoffs to get in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, LAFC 3-1 against Seattle. Uh, LAFC this this episode are, are doing well next week or next episode. It's, they'll be back to, to losing again. It's but, so bizarre because what's happening here is they are getting good results then they're having poor results but it means that they're still averaging just as many points as, as everyone else. Yeah, you know, we, we just talked about Orlando going on an unbeaten run and again, all jokes aside, yeah, they get three points and then maybe they draw the next two games and then they get three points. But LAFC end up with the same amount of points whether they get hammered one week and, and win yeah. the next. And so it's it's really evening out. And uh, I, I look at teams like SKC and Minnesota having a really good season. LAFC, not at all. Yeah, they're sandwiched in the middle of both those teams. So, um, yeah, fair play to them because they do... They're like they're like Atlanta. I fully believe Atlanta will somehow scrape in, and, yeah. and they're just they've just got that mentality, and you you can't buy that. You know that's that's fair play to the way that the club's been set up. They're, they're winners, and so they will make the playoffs. Um, just just going about it a different route or route, depending on where you're listening. Yeah, I mean the irony would be is that if LAFC won it this year, which for the record I don't think they will, but if they won it this year compared to last year when there was like. They, they were winning everything and then failed and then they might win it this year. Yeah. <laughs> Unpredictable. Um, we should say FC Dallas and Minnesota was also postponed. Uh, Philadelphia won, as we've mentioned. Sorry, Toronto. Uh, SKC 2, Nashville 1. They had to come back from behind. SKC, Hurtado with an absolute stunner. One of the goals of a season. It's going to be, if they do a goal of a season sort of poll like we do here in England, that will be one of them. Um, and SKC, have, have, they've turned it around this year. It was difficult last year. They've turned it around this year, and uh, they, they'll make the playoffs, and, and there'll be challengers as well. I think SKC are currently my what I would call my typical MLS team. Terrible one year, really good the next. Yeah. That's exactly why we love this league. And uh, rounding it off, Portland uh, 3-0 against San Jose. It was uh, San Jose's, again, uh, alter, every alternate game they'll lose and then they'll win the next one. So uh, Yeah, and we've been really complimentary about uh, Seattle and, and how they are just always there. They're always there. But to be fair to Portland, uh, barring a couple of years, you'd have to say the same thing. And they're now level on points at the top of the West with uh, with Seattle. So fair play. Yeah, exactly. And uh, fair play as well because um, Vancouver played on that pitch the night before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it looked all right. Portland uh, getting a win. It could be very difficult when that, especially as the, the weather starts to get colder now, it could be really difficult heading into the end of the season doing that. But no credit to Portland. Uh, right then, we're going to talk to James Graham of DC United Kingdom very soon. Uh, but next, I'm taking a trip to Colorado. MLS UK Show. 
with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So we've been all over America and Canada in Henry's Guide 2, and today we're off somewhere that's definitely on my list of places to visit. Yes, I need to say thank you to uh, Troy, who got in touch, and my dad, actually, my dad, Andrew. He, As soon as he heard the last episode, he emailed me going, uh, oh, I've got some facts for you here about Colorado. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, thanks for getting involved. So Troy sent a load in as well, and uh, Brian also offered to, uh, but because we'd had so many and I got some, I was like, well, um, yeah, we'll, we've got too many, but thanks for offering. So it's Henry's Guide to Colorado. Famous, of course, for its country music. Hey, you never know. Country music's famous all over America. Hey, Elliot! Hey, Henry! Did you know Colorado is known as the Centennial State because it was founded in 1876, a hundred years after the Declaration of Independence? I can't say I did, no. Uh, Colorado is the only state to ever turn down the Olympics. Wow, uh, why? It was, well, it was 1976 Winter Olympics and uh, the people of Colorado said, no, we don't want that because of the extra people coming, the pollution, the money that they spend on it. They would rather spend money on stuff that was actually beneficial for the state, so we turned it down. Uh, unique decision, but yeah, do go on. Uh, Colorado's southwest corner borders Arizona, New Mexico and Utah. It's the only place in America where four corners of states meet. I actually knew that. Uh, it's weird, isn't it? Because the way in this country, it's all, I don't know, just like... Yeah, wiggly uh, lines. Yeah, whereas in America, especially in the middle, it's very square. Uh, Rocky Ford is the melon capital of the world. <laughs> wow. And that's uh, located in the Arkansas Valley. I'll have to, I'm definitely, I said it was on my list. I will definitely have to go because I, like, I do like melons. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if it's watermelons or just standard melons. I'm not fussy, mate. Uh, Famous people from Colorado include Tim Allen, the voice of Buzz Lightyear, and Kristen Davis uh, from Sex and the City. Also, South Park is based there. Told you I'd get South Park in this. Um, Oh, I've got another one for you. Go on. Ryan Tedder from One Republic. Is he from Colorado? He is. Well, the famous people from website needs to update their uh, (laughs) (laughs) their website. Uh, And the trademark for the cheeseburger was given oh. to a restaurant in Colorado with a Humpty Dumpty restaurant at the trademark for Does that it. mean that no one else is allowed to do cheeseburgers? Um, if they are, then there's a lot of lawsuits <laughs> coming their way. Um, and this is one my dad uh, sent me, right? And um, Go on, Andrew. So he said that... Uh, he said, did you know he started off? So he, he paid he attention. Knows. He knows. Uh, so on Martin Luther King Boulevard in Denver stands a boys college that was built in 1911. Now, there's nothing exciting about that. The only exciting thing is the architects that designed the building were called Morris Briscoe and Henry Hewitt. Henry Hewitt? Is that what you're named after? No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there has been another Henry Hewitt and he designed the uh, the boys college uh, in uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard in Denver. Love and, that. Uh, there you go. That is Henry's Guide. This Henry Hewitt, not the architect. Uh, Henry's Guide to Colorado. Henry Hewitt, architect. <laughs> uh, where are we off to next? Uh, well, it's the listeners decide next. Oh, okay. Uh, so where have we done? We've done Vancouver, Colorado, Orlando, New York, New Jersey. Uh, we did Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati. Kansas. Kansas City. Um, we'll have to write there's some that I've forgotten as well I'm sure okay uh, let us know where you want us to go next I'm Mm. I'm voting Nashville just uh, so just because of the country music 
I vote against Nashville. Nashville will be the last one. We're going to string out the country music. I, vote, together. I vote we do Nashville, but without this music. <laughs> we'll do like rock music. Yeah. We'll do, instead of Seattle, we'll do like Nirvana. Bit of rap. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll be back next time with another Henry's Guide to North America. Uh, DC is a place that we've not done. And uh, speaking of DC... Do you like how I've done that? That's the, my radio smooth uh, <laughs> radio mind going. Uh, so DC haven't had it good, have they, so far this season? Not exactly. Um, probably being a bit kind. Um, currently bottom of the uh, MLS Supporters Shield, twenty sixth. Yeah, is it eleven points they've got? They've just had a horrible season. Yeah, and now after ten years, Ben Olsen. As uh, he's not officially left the building because he's still in there, he's still got a role with the club, but he won't be in the dugout. And uh, I mean, this is whoever you support. This is a big moment in MLS because yeah. he were he was the longest serving manager, and and it's going to be big changes now at DC. Yeah, I've never known any other manager in charge of DC, and I don't remember ever watching a game where uh, Ben Olsen wasn't in charge. But um, personally, not not sure it was the right move. But I I think he was sent to war with absolutely no ammo whatsoever. Well, uh, we spoke last week, DC United Kingdom's James Graham. Uh, he was on his lunch break at work, uh, bless him, and he, he brought his DC United shirt in <laughs> to do the interview on Zoom. Uh, so I caught up with him. We speak about what's next for DC and whether he agrees with you, whether it was the right move or not to sack Ben Olsen. Here's what happened in our chat. The MLS UK Show. So joining me now on the MLS UK Show is uh, probably DC's biggest fan here in the UK, if not across the world, host of the DC United Kingdom podcast. James Graham joins us on the show. How are you, James? I'm doing okay. Um, thank you for that little intro. That was lovely, that. Thank you. Um, not too bad today. It could be a lot worse. Well, it could be, yeah. I mean, you've got to be positive. Uh, sure, DC are bottom of the conference. Um, and you're without a head coach. But we'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> you know, first of all, how are you? How's this uh, weird world that we live in treating you? And, uh, and yeah, how are you coping? It's, it has been a bit of a weird year, hasn't it? It's, um, it's, for me personally, I've had to have two tests already, which is not great because it's not the pleasant experience. But thankfully, negative. Every, all my family are good, so... All good in that aspect. How about you? Yeah, not bad. Um, I had the symptoms early on. So, uh, I, you know, I had it before it was cool. Yeah, I to keep telling <laughs> everyone. Um, but no, yeah, I'm all good. I'm glad MLS is back, even though uh, our teams aren't necessarily doing as we'd hoped they'd do. Uh, but at least my team has, has kind of got out of their rut, which uh, involved beating your guys. Um, it's not really been the season you'd hoped for, had it? No, not at all. It's, I mean, apart from the three restarts, the multiple injuries, it nothing's gone our way this year. So it's it couldn't get much worse. Bottom of the league, bottom of the conference, bottom of the support shield. Things can only get better. Yes, um, and with that comes a new head coach. Um, I mean, before we talk about whether it was the right decision and what you you think, what sort of legacy is is Ben Olsen going to leave at DC? I mean, from what I've been reading on Twitter and on the socials so far since last night, people are remembering him fondly and they're remembering the good stuff from the from his playing days, the fact that he was a legend back then. Um, 
the coaching aspect, I don't think it's going to be remembered too fondly. Grandly, granted, it got as a US Open Cup, and that was another season where we finished bottom, but it managed to win something, followed by another great year. But yeah, I think everything's going to look positive with him. I don't think anyone's going to think negatively, and he's still at the club. Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, 10 years at any club is a fantastic achievement, whether it be MLS or in England or wherever. So um, was it the right decision then? Did Should they have got rid of him? Yeah. And you look at the performance this year, and as I just said about the injuries, the fact that we've had three restarts, the restarts themselves, everyone's in the same boat. So we can't use that as an excuse. The only thing that we can use is the fact that we've had some major injuries to our star players. But even then, that's what you've built a roster for, isn't it? You build a squad. You're supposed to have those players who would come in and still play at the same level. We just haven't had that. And that's down to, unfortunately, Ben and the general manager. And it is the right decision. It's been too many years. We've had the likes of Rooney. We got into the playoffs, but we didn't go any further than that. It, it was time. Um, I mean, was this... The right time, because you say there about the playoffs and how um, it's been a few years that you've you got in it once because of Wayne Rooney, let's face it, and other than that, you've been where, roundabouts where you are now. So should this have come sooner? It's a tricky one. I think the, everyone's, because it's Ben and he's one of our own, everyone wants to give him that opportunity. I think everyone wanted to give him the opportunity at Audi Fields because he was there at RFK and he's obviously seen the transition. So given the opportunity, the fact that we had the new stadium, we had more fans coming in, and we had the likes of Wayne, given everyone wants to see how he did with that. Now we've lost the Wayne, we've lost Lucho. Yeah, now is the time to get rid of him. I think possibly at the end of last season, but one more year couldn't hurt, and unfortunately it did hurt. Should he have done more when Rooney was there than in Lucho? Like you said about the playoffs, but let's face it, going out on penalties with Columbus Crew, was it? Who knocked you out? I mean, first in 2018, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, was a, that was a great game, great atmosphere. I remember staying up to watch that one and you could just see the whole crowd getting involved. And I think the fact that we lost on penalties, that's, that's a lottery. So you can't really do too much about that. And granted, they had Zach Steffen and Gold, who's a great penalty saver, so... I'm not, I wasn't too bothered about that. When 2019 rolled around and the whole Lucho saga with PSG and the fact that Wayne Rooney was, you could, he was visibly upset and he needed to go back to England. That was the, t- that was the time, I think. Yeah, the, I, it just seems that you haven't recovered. From that Toronto defeat, you just haven't recovered at all, have you? No, not at all. It hurt badly, that. The, the five. When you get a last-minute equaliser, you think... That should spur you on into extra time. It just didn't. I just didn't see what... I don't know what the heck happened in that game. So I watched it and thinking, right, one goal down, two, three, four, five. Oh, no. It's all. It's happening all over again. I can't bear this. And, yeah, that was, that was not fun. Uh, so now Ben's gone. What are you after? Because I guess uh, with a lot of clubs, they've got like an identity of, oh, they'll go for a South American coach or they'll go for an American coach or a British coach DC have just had the same manager for 10 years so it's a completely new start so what are you hoping for I'm hoping for someone with a bit more of an attack minded philosophy I want someone who 
knows how to keep the defence because that's been DC's identity for the last 10 years is the fact that we were always about the defence and we don't can't see that many goals. Granted, this year has been a bit, a bit different, but um, but we need someone who can add a bit more to the attack because that is something we sorely miss at the moment. I think we scored 12 goals this year and that's it. So we need someone who can know how to get the best. Someone, for me, I want 4-4-2 back. That, that, get that British formation back because Ben played it in, until the last game. I was like, yes. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you can see where we're lacking and it is the attack. So we need someone who can do that. So can DC's season this year be saved? He's seven points off the playoffs. I know there's not many games left, but is it is it looking to next season now? Yeah. Yeah, I think this, this season is just a complete write-off now. All that we can hope for is that we don't, get our lowest points tally this year. I think that's probably going to be the first aim is to get over that hurdle. But the next hurdle is actually getting a point because we've not had any points in the, I think it's the last four games we've lost and scored one. So we need something quick. And that's just to get the confidence back because it's just, it's been painful to, to watch at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I watched the Atlanta game, and and as we know, Atlanta have hardly been pulling up trees this season. And you you actually made us look like the Atlanta of twenty eighteen. It was I was getting proper nostalgic throwback feels to it. Oh yeah, that wasn't good for me because it's just our defense just went there in that game. I mean, as Adam Jean was just free in the box, the amount of times that we had gave you guys free headers from set pieces. It, I don't know what happened. And then Bora heading that back into the into the area and Brooks Brooks Lennon's goal was that was something else. I'll have to give you that. But the rest were poor defending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so which players then on the pitch? Who's gonna turn it round for you? Um I mean the ones who are currently out injured at the moment are the ones you'd normally expect. But Kevin Paredes, he's been a shining light in our dark season. He's been phenomenal. As soon as he's come in from the MLS's back tournaments and since then, he's been fantastic. Griffin Yao as well. Um, it's the youth, in all, in all honesty. The youth have been fantastic. They really have taken their chances and everyone's been pleased with them. They've really um, shown up, the uh, older guys, I want to say. And that's what we need to look towards too, is to bring and integrate that youth even more so we've got think, people like Eric Sorger who scored nearly a goal a game in Estonia. Granted, Estonia, but that confidence should be there. So we need we need people like that to really take it to the older guys, like and show the likes of Ola Kamara. Gressel could do better this year. I know he's one of your favourite players from Atlanta days. We just we need more from them. It doesn't happen things like Paul Ariola have been out injured with his ACL. Edison Flores has been out injured for a long time. And I think our most recent signing, Jordi Reina, he's looked really, really good. And I'm expecting him to do some decent things. Well, I mean, some of the players you've mentioned there, and of course we know the, the issue with the MLS closing down for a few months. You have been unlucky this season. And I think it's, it's important to remember that. Yeah. Um, like I said, at the start of the season, Paul Ariola torn ACL. Edison Flores got a fractured cheekbone, multiple fractures. Um, Ola Kamara's been in and out of the sides. We've had Mora out for a little bit, centre-back injuries. 
we've just had it all. I know Felipe, who's been on my show as well, he's been given got an a torn ACL as well. So two of those in one year. That's really unlucky. Well, good luck for the rest of the season. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned the uh, well, you've got to play Atlanta again yet, so not not good luck for all the games, but. Um... Uh, you mentioned the show there. Um, I mean, you're getting so many guests on. You must be really proud with how it's going so far. Yeah, I'm just so chuffed with the club. They've been fantastic with me. I mean, I had Ben Orson on earlier on in the year. That was an that was my first live show that I did. So that was nerve wracking and awesome at the same time. I had some fantastic players on Felipe, as mentioned, Russell Knaus as well. He's been on a couple of times. Julian Gressel's been on. Yeah. They've been fantastic, and long may that continue. Because it's it's great to see, and it's great to see that they're willing to support someone who's just got this little podcast in the UK. And they've they're a great community, and all I can do is be thankful for that. And uh, what's the reaction of the fans been like? Because I always say when because people ask us about be, you know covering MLS, but in the UK, and I feel that. If it was the other way round and we were covering the Premier League in the US, I mean, the reaction in the UK wouldn't be that pleasant towards it. But we've had great reaction in America. Like, what's the reaction been like for the DC fans to you? Oh, they absolutely love it. The next time I'm going out there, fingers crossed, I'm able to do a live show from Audi Field. So working on that, getting that in the pipeline. And I know a lot of guys, they want to come and meet me. And it's kind of weird. It feels like I'm a bit of a celeb, but I don't know. It's just like, it's strange. I, the feedback I get is constant greatness. And again, I'm thankful to the fans of the show for that. It's just, it warms my heart. Sounds cheesy, but I like it. Good. Uh, well, you're a celeb in our eyes. You were one of the MLS UK celebs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so before you go, then tell tell anyone who's uh, even if you're not a DC fan, it's a great listen. Uh, James's podcast. How can people find you? So on social, so on things like Twitter, I'm at DC United Kingdom. I'm on YouTube as well now, so I do live shows. Um, there's a website dcnightkingdom.com, which has got all the links on there. So hit that up, check me out, and say hello. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt. MLS UK show. So thanks, James, for joining us on the MLS UK show. And uh, it's, it, well, for every DC fan, they must be very despondent, especially waking up this morning after losing to Chicago Fire. There's not many teams <laughs> that can really kick you when you're down <laughs> other than losing to Chicago Fire. Uh, yeah, I um, I do. I feel for uh, feel for Ben Olsen. I, I feel for the fans as well. They're in that new stadium. Um, lost Wayne Rooney. Mm. I felt like Ola Kamara was maybe a good signing, but probably not a, a complete replacement for Rooney. Um, and I just can't see it getting better until they improve that roster. But I've I've bored you with this before. They need yeah. they need more players, and they need good players. It's quite simple, really, when you dress it down, isn't it? It is. Shipping goals for fun, which is not good, especially when you're not scoring that many either. Now, from goals for fun to cards for fun uh, when watching the uh, Atlanta v Orlando game the other night the MLS UK show Derby yep. uh, as it is genuinely being called on Twitter uh, we didn't even start that um, <laughs> I was uh, shocked and appalled at Franco Escobar how he remained on the pitch is, I mean I'm almost impressed at how he didn't get sent off at any point during that game um, I know deep down you agree with me, even though you won't say it vocally. Well, uh, uh, he's, there were some interesting tackles. He's just 
getting back at Orlando for the game before when you won three one was it a, was it a franchise record of most fouls in that game by Orlando I believe uh, so yeah he's just he's just uh, getting you back for that <laughs> well according to the uh, official MLS stats he is the player in the league with the worst disciplinary record <laughs> this season with top of something <laughs> well done boys uh, so uh, today's game with a changing name is a game of Yellow card accumulation. Ah, oh, right, okay. Uh, and obviously we'll start with, with Franco Escobar. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Okay, Henry Hewitt. Come on down! Franco Escobar has a league-leading seven yellow cards in MLS. Now, higher or lower than Franco Escobar, Ben Sweat oh. of Miami. Nearly said NYCFC then. Still not used to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend I'm thinking about this, but I'm gonna say lower. <laughs> it is lower. Uh, he's only got three, so less than half. Um, higher or lower than Ben Sweat? Um, Darwin Quintero of Ooh. Houston Dynamo. Uh, higher. It is higher. It's four. Uh, higher or lower than four? Matt Polster of New England Revolution. Mm, lower? It's lower. He's got two. Now, Corey Baird of RSL, higher or lower than two? It's got to be higher. It is higher. He's on a roll. He's double it. It's four. Oh, despicable. Higher or lower than four? Lucas Cavallini of Vancouver Whitecaps. Higher. It is higher. It's six. Uh, he just seems like a big guy. He just put himself about. And final one. Go on. Higher or lower than six? Bedoya of uh, Philly. For a clean sweep, I'm going to say lower. No, no. No, uh, it's higher. Oh. <laughs> he's tied with Escobar on seven. But uh. for some reason, they've put Escobar on top because he's probably committed more fouls or something. <laughs> um, well, I say probably. He has committed more fouls, obviously. Uh, it was a clean sweep until the end. Can we just uh, well Ed, edit that edit that bit out <laughs> and higher or lower than six? Uh, higher seven? Yay! Hey, well, well done. Uh, I did better than last time. I did awful last time. Also, a uh, little um, little side note here. Do you know um, we record this uh, at at my place of work? Yeah. Um, the other morning on the breakfast show, uh, I did a little game of higher or lower. And I needed some music, <laughs> so I logged into our little page on this screen, and I just used that. So uh, the Jason Christ is right actually uh, made it to real life radio. You always copyright now. I want uh, <laughs> two pounds. Okay, I'll have half of that. <laughs> uh, right, looking forward to this week then in MLS. Uh, more midweek matches. We had a break for the other it's week. Relentless, isn't it? It is. These are all on Wednesday evening uh, slash Thursday morning here in the UK. Um, right, I, I'm going to pick out a few games and I want you to... We're not doing predictions this year, but I think let's let's bring it back for one week. I want you to tell me who you think is going to win. It's <laughs> um, impossible at the minute. We'll start with an easy one. It's the Helly's Real Derby, uh, FC Cincinnati versus Columbus Crew. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be silly not to back Columbus. Um, don't know whether the game's going to go ahead, to be fair. No, that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I'm easily back in Columbus. I'd go, I'd go for a 2-0 win. Uh, Orlando v New York City? Tough game, that, to be fair. Um, although Orlando are on a bit of a streak, New York have quietly um, sorted themselves out So um, since the since a poor start to the season. So um, I'm going to go draw. 
Um, Toronto v New York Red Bulls. <laughs> you got to go Toronto, haven't you? They just seem to find a way every single time. Yeah, uh, into Miami versus Atlanta United. Couldn't care less, mate. <laughs> I hope both the buses break down. Uh, Vancouver <laughs> versus LAFC. Uh, this is LAFC's, uh, uh, what can we call it, crap week. <laughs> in, yeah, and do you know what? In true spirit of, of this MLS season where Vancouver have been awful, then won random games, um, I'm going to say Vancouver win this 2-1. Uh, LA Galaxy versus San Jose Earthquake. So San Jose won, then lost, did they? So uh, this is their win game yeah and again um, i was gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna back san jose here because um they're actually be- believe it or not they're actually doing all right mm. when you look at the standings like they're seventh it feels like they should be rock bottom <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> that is true actually uh so moving into the weekend there's one match on saturday evening uh for us in the uk it's at half eight chicago fire versus skc this would be a a nice game to round off saturday soccer action for us here in the uk um yeah i can't see Anything other than a SKC win, to be honest. Yeah, I mean Chicago. You know, well, I say they've been doing okay at home. They've they've beaten DC United, but uh, yeah, mm. they're only a point ahead of Atlanta. To be fair, I think that'll be a draw personally. Okay. Uh, right, Sunday morning. So this is Saturday night in the in North America. Um, Montreal versus Inter Miami, and I know it's not in Montreal. It's at, at the Red Bull Arena, but mm. still a long way to. I say a long way to travel. They've just been there into <laughs> Miami. So um, into Miami, slowly picking up some wins. Can they make the playoffs? Do you think? I think playoffs would be very impressive at this point. It's very tight. So presumably Cincinnati and DC are, are, are not going to make it. Um, but there's kind of enough with Montreal and Chicago. Atlanta, Nashville, Miami, they're all very, very close. Um, it could be any of them, to be honest. A um, couple of wins here and there could change that all around. I think New York Red Bulls somehow are going to survive uh, yeah. and make it. But with that, the the amount of playoff spots is is unbelievable. Uh, it's ironic that Orlando are actually doing well this year <laughs> um, yeah. and did, didn't need the extra spot by the looks of it. But um, yeah, there's no there's no reason why Miami couldn't. But the 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 potential is going to be one of Montreal, Chicago, Atlanta, Nashville, uh, or Miami. So um, they're 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 in it. They're in with a big chance. Big game then. Um, elsewhere, we've got New York Red Bulls versus Orlando City. So this is on uh, Sunday night. Well, midnight on Monday morning here in the UK. Obviously, because Montreal are playing. Uh, at the Red Bull Arena on uh, on Saturday night. So. A game could not go ahead potentially. Yes, you're right. But if it does, I th- I think this is crucial. Um, I think it's it's a it's a big game. I think this is one that Orlando could lose. It's the sort of game Orlando w- would lose. Um, I hope not because you know they've earned their their spot in fourth. But um, with the game in hand, uh, I'd really like to see them pick up three points. So I'll say that they'll win just for you through pure hope. Uh, yeah, but I mean Orlando, it did. It, it, they kind of settled, aren't they? And if if you win a game in hand and win that one uh, on Thursday, you you've same points as Toronto, are yeah. you? So you've made you've clinched the playoffs. So it's two wins really needed, and that's if every other team wins. So you should be fine. Uh, FC Cincinnati versus DC United. Good luck if you're watching that because it's gonna. Well, that game yeah. is gonna be uh, a tough watch. I think they've both lost ten games each. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Cincinnati have won three, DC have won two. Um, yeah, enjoy that game if you can um, stomach it. <laughs> um, Toronto v Atlanta. Atlanta got some tough games coming up. I think if Atlanta can manage to get a result in one of them, then the playoff playoff situation is on. If they lose them both, it's it's going to be really tough, I feel. Yeah, same as I just mentioned, the, the, the Montreal, Chicago, Atlanta, Nashville, Miami cluster is going to be sorted out in the next few weeks. Um with with Atlanta having some tough games, so uh, we'll see how they see where they stand in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we've also got a potential Rocky Mountain derby. Although, as you said, it depends on Colorado Rapids. That could easily be called off at Dick Sporting Goods Park uh, against Rail Salt Lake. Uh, Portland v LAFC. This is another one for LAFC. Is that I, we're not saying that LAFC won't make the playoffs. They will do, but Portland have been smashing it. They're joint points with Seattle. This is going to be a tough game for LAFC and uh, I think for me in the home straight now LAFC need to be picking up some form just to give them some confidence going into the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. I, I, to be honest, I think that's what it's all about now. I think it's turning your attention to the playoffs. It's quite plain to see that there's four or five teams that are definitely going to be in them already. So they'll already be looking to gain that momentum, that confidence, um, that rhythm going mm. into what is uh, a lose and go home format. Yeah. Uh, and LA Galaxy play Vancouver Whitecaps, and again, LA Galaxy's—they've got to pick up results. <laughs> they've got to win games like that. If not, even if they're not going to make the playoffs, just to have a strong end to the season and give them some hope going into next season. Yes, uh, I mean that—that's the equivalent of DC Cincinnati, isn't it? In the in <laughs> yeah. the West. Yeah. Uh, right. So that's what's coming up in MLS over the next seven or eight days. Um, so much, so much in so little time. It's there crazy. is, yeah. And there's also another round of fixtures before we're back. So uh, yeah, we'll be keeping our eye on it on uh, at MLS UK show on the socials. Uh, so we round off today's show with the answer to the game with the changing name. And I've been relaxed. I've had my feet up all episode. Well, let's I, hope you haven't got it wrong. I know, that would be embarrassing. Uh, and I think I know the answer. So, uh, who's he played for again? Uh, currently at age 40, born in 1979. Uh, this player started their career at Hibs, made 45 appearances. Uh, also played for Rangers and Celtic. Oh. Uh, Derby County in the Premier League for one season. Uh, back to Rangers. Cardiff City before a move to Vancouver Whitecaps in 2012 where they made 43 appearances and scored 13 goals. Go on, what's your guess? Kenny Miller. It is Kenny Miller, or as his Wikipedia states, Kenneth Miller. Oh, does it say his uh, middle name? It uh, doesn't, know. Oh, he maybe didn't have one. Or maybe it's Kenny Kenneth Miller. Maybe. Perhaps. Uh, well done if you got that right. Um, yeah, if you've uh, commented below or tweeted us at MLS UK Show, we'll have another one next time. If you've got any suggestions... For the game with a changing name, send them to elliot at mls.show on email. Uh, that's just if you send them to hello at mls.show, then I get them as well. So <laughs> it just ruins the game. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening once again. Uh, I will endeavour to find another player for next week. Um, it's, it's becoming quite difficult. We're running out. Send me your suggestions fast. Uh, and uh, enjoy the feast of soccer over the next couple of weeks as Orlando clinched their playoff berth for oh. the first time in history. I bet you do that before the next episode and we've got to get the getting counter Really hope so. I've put it away in the draw because you didn't beat Atlanta, <laughs> so I'll have to get it out again. Uh, don't forget to rate us. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube as well. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next time. Clinched. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.